Insight, where we discuss the latest thought-provoking ideas and concepts, which we stumbled upon on our self-improvement journey. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Ilias. I'm Yasin, and let's dive right into this week's topic, which, again, mm. is going to just be us rambling about our lives. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. What, what do you mean with just? I mean, it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want, and exactly. I'm rather enjoying it, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First topic of the day. Um, before we get a bit into your developments, man. <laughs> Yesterday was Go such ahead. a lost day again. Oh man, man. You were I was. Drunk again. I was. No. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, once a semester, man. Once a semester, we want to limit it, right? <laughs> like really drunk. Yeah. I was sitting at my desk in the evening. Trying to solve the Schrodinger's equation for the hydrogen uh, <laughs> atom again, uh, as usual. Sounds like fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, <laughs> but it's 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 quite uh, the elaborate math you have to know for that. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> when suddenly, again, uh, two, what, how many were it? Like three fire trucks. Um, 10 people inside each arrive in front of my porch right here <laughs> okay. down at, at the student housing storming into the building and I think to myself oh no not again <laughs> <laughs> not again I just let me do I need to go outside now in the rain oh, I don't want to <laughs> no, shit. whereas um, luckily I mean what is mean luckily i guess just in one of the apartments the uh the oven or the, the stuff randomly catched fire the cables or something which was all handled well so <laughs> that's quite good but why do i say not again because a few months earlier a similar event happened uh which was far more dramatic at our student housing here namely some fucking idiot had the glorious idea to go into our garbage room, like where all the garbage is collected, <laughs> and fucking light one of the garbage cans on fire. <laughs> <laughs> which is which sounds funny, but it's definitely not. Like it's in the um, basement here, uh, that garbage room. And on the ceiling of the garbage room, you have to imagine there is all the piping going along, internet cables, water supplies, yeah. blah, blah. I don't even know why they decided to run all that through one room. <laughs> yeah, it turns out it was not was not that glorious of an idea to set the garbage on fire because it's quickly spread to uh, I think another can or something. Like you have to imagine those big garbage containers down there, yeah, <laughs> which fucking destroyed the whole basically IT infrastructure of the house and left us without water for a few days. And some people still don't to this date have internet. <laughs> genius yeah and i was thinking to myself looking outside seeing all the the how do you say firefighters oh fuck not again <laughs> this guy again <laughs> damn it yeah didn't he learn from his mistakes but no. why why would you do that just randomly because saying drunk garbage and that fire. was like randomly in the middle of the night 1 a.m or something this is so stupid dude yeah at least yeah. was he like <laughs> thrown out of the of the student accommodation I, I only can guess so i mean luckily he was found because i guess some friend who was with him or so i don't even know whether it was a him but it seems like okay. <laughs> like without being sexist right now like a drunk <laughs> drunk guy's idea you know yeah for uh, sure <laughs> uh, yeah as far as i know he was caught and stuff and i guess his parents are not that happy um, yeah i'm guessing so too it's just so dumb you know, but what worries me now a bit more is all the housing units here, like they are built similarly and they have the same stuffs, you know. <laughs> and the person like afterwards wrote in the chat, yeah, my stuff randomly began to smoke. Uh, firefighters are uh, um, um, suspecting a cable fire or something. <laughs> I have the exact same stuff here. And he additionally said, um, or I think it was a she, I don't even know. Um yeah, actually, the stuff was turned off and I wasn't even using it. <laughs> wow. Wow, glorious, right? Waking up in the middle of the night or something. Oh, smoke. Nice. Or something. Nice. Kitchen on fire. <laughs> Yippee. Yeah. Adventure. Mm. 
Let's roast something. On fire. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's make a barbecue. Let's invite some people. Yeah. So, yeah. So so far for that. Well, I guess I was able to continue quite chilled in the evening, <laughs> once knowing that nothing happened. Uh, Continuing solving <laughs> but the most equations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But man, <laughs> that moment of seeing all of these, these cars stopping there, it was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, man, I can imagine. That will be a long night. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of used to seeing firefighters all the time because my apartment is right next to like the firefighter mm. station or whatever. So I see them all the time. And for me, I'm just used to it at this point. Like when I see a, a firefighter, it's just like, oh, I'm close to home probably. Mm -hmm. But man... <laughs> Like, I was able to watch everything from my apartment play out down there, and they are really professional. Like, they they know what's going on, where to go, and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're very look, well... Look like, pretty cool. Organized very routine. Stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess that's something for a productivity <laughs> 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 thing we can, we can um, also... In the view of Firefighter. Yeah, or just have very well worked out routines for things i guess <laughs> sure <laughs> to make your life easier or more effective sometimes at least absolutely yeah nice or, as far as my cooking routines go that's that's how i handle it like a firefighter <laughs> spaghetti in the pot <laughs> yeah yeah well no before i start i heat the water in my water cooker <laughs> put the spaghetti in a pot prepare everything for it while the water heats pour the water in and then Everything is done as efficiently as possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just a just smart like way to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so far for that, random stories. Um, <laughs> man, I heard from some <laughs> mysterious sources um, that have been spreading over the internet and stuff that you've yeah. got a new job. <laughs> I've got a new job. <laughs> yes, I'm not jobless anymore. Thank God. I can yeah. finally sustain me and finally, my five children. Finally, I don't have to visit you <laughs> under the bridge anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm keeping. I'm keeping my place Your under the bridge. Hobbit. I love it there. Um, yeah, well, I, I got a job right. at a at another startup. Um, like it's, it's more of an internship kind of thing, but it's a full time internship. So I'm gonna work forty hours per week there. Um, no worries. It's, it's actually quite nice. It's, it's really cool. I think the people are great. I'm going to be able to learn a lot. And the mm -hmm. best part of it is that next week, they're going to go on like a little mini vacation slash retreat slash team meeting in Italy. Um, and they just mm -hmm. randomly invited me. So I'm going to go there <laughs> instead of going to university. That's great. I mean, why not take a little vacation? How, do, do you already know the details of it? Like how it will play out? Just you mean chilling the, you at mean the, the beach, trip? or oh, I have I have no idea. I think it's going to be a lot of like team, uh, how's it called? Team bonding and stuff team like building that. Building events. Yeah, I'm right. I'm guessing something like that, but I, I have no idea yet. I'm still waiting for more information on that, how it works, and where to meet up, and all of that. <laughs> We're gonna see. I think it's gonna oh, be interesting. That, that also reminds me of a story. I'm not sure whether I told that already, but at the like beginning of last semester is at the student consultancy I'm working at. We also had like our first team weekend with all the new consultants and stuff. <laughs> and we played a little game of um, you split basically the group in, in, in two subgroups placed in opposite of each other. And in the middle of it, you hold up a sheet of, uh, that so that each group cannot see each other. And each group selects one to step forward. Um, so they're basically, you have to imagine the sheet between those two people. They don't know who is on the other side. And they have to call out the other person's name as quickly as possible. And obviously, the oh, one who okay. calls them out uh, most quickly uh, makes the other person join their group. So right. at the end of it, basically, you should all be in one group. <laughs> and it was, that was pretty fucking funny because <laughs> I tricked them all by actually crouching down and hiding at one corner of that sheet because all the other people were standing straight up in the middle of the thing uh, looking each other right in the eyes once the sheet was dropped 
um, to call each other out. <laughs> I played it sneakily. The other person was so confused that it gave me a spare second <laughs> to think about who it was and, and win them over. <laughs> it's such, That's my, such an Elias move. Yeah. It's just... A prankster, man. A little prankster yeah. I am. Prankster. Yeah, man. Ah, cool. And, and you will be doing front-end development also in that job. Yep, right. front end how, stuff coding. How how professional do you think are you by now? Like, will you program them a website or what? What will you do? Well, I mean, you don't need to go into the details. We are not allowed. But <laughs> yeah, I'm actually not that sure what the details are. For, uh, if I'm being honest, <laughs> we kind of talked about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, front end development just to maybe give a little bit of context for the audience, if people are interested. Um, you can basically... Okay, man, this is actually quite quite difficult to explain. If you look <laughs> at a website or a web app, whatever it may be, uh, let's say you get, go on Amazon.com. Then Quick the front end... Man. Now you can practice your fine man uh, technique. Exactly, exactly. Explaining. I probably don't <laughs> don't understand it at all, and I just have to make stuff up right now. No. Um, anyways, imagine you go to like Amazon.com, and basically everything you see on the website, all the fancy animations and uh, you know buttons you can click and whatever, all of that search functionality, all of that is basically the front end. Uh, so that's what you see. That's what the user interacts with, um, the design, animations, user experience, all of that. Uh, then you have the backend, which is kind of like the databases where data is stored, um, your username and password, and your wish list on Amazon, and all your uh, all your other stuff you've bought, and all of that is stored in like databases and things like that. And that's the backend. That's the stuff the user doesn't usually really see or need to understand. It's just there. Um, and then there are APIs which communicate between the two, but that's irre irrelevant for now. Um, yeah. So front end, at first instinct, it might seem like it's just designing nice stuff and making front it look end pretty. is like the experimental physics compared to theoretical physics. <laughs> yeah, pro probably. Yeah, probably something like that. I mean, I have no idea about. And physics, I, I see. I assume reasonable. like both groups, backend and frontend developers, are, have the same meaning about each other, or like the same uh, stand <laughs> against each other. I don't know. I don't <laughs> like know about physicists. that. I think it's yeah. I, I think it's pretty chill actually. I don't think there's like this rivalry between them. Um, I think <laughs> I the best didn't. place you can be in is. <laughs> I think the best place you can be in as a developer is to be a full stack developer, meaning that you can do both. And you can basically just build whole applications by yourself and you don't need an extra backend or front-end developer to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of where I'm, I want to head You're and where I want to be. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are... <laughs> nah, not really, honestly. It <laughs> would have been a waste of time, but whatever. Um, yeah, so front-end, again, is kind of the whole displaying of information and interacting with databases and pulling information from there through APIs and kind of again, displaying it on the page and making it pretty and animations and user experience and all of that. So that's where I'll probably be most You're just of the like time. Disney. <laughs> and just, <laughs> what? <laughs> making animations. And <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm I'm like Disney and the backend is, are the writers in their offices who write the stories. No, not really. Actually, it's not really the case. Anyways, let's stop with stupid analogies. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm going to do front end and what exactly I'm going to work with. Uh, I mean, I know what technologies they're working with and what I'm probably going to be working with, but the exact projects and the exact like code bases and all of that, I haven't seen any any of that yet because I'm officially only starting in the 15th or 16th of May, which is two weeks from now. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see that, but I think I can learn a lot because again, the people there are just like insanely good at what they do and they very specialize in their areas. And there comes a little Yasin <laughs> and it's like, uh, Hey guys, new <laughs> teach me Sentai, notice me. I want to Hey, but man, it too. can't be a bad sign. Like if you got taken already, like, yeah, I think I'm, I, I'd say 
I'm slowly but surely getting more comfortable. <laughs> Unless it was like me confident. becoming semester representative to semester. <laughs> <laughs> Just one guy. Because because it was like a North Korean election. I got 100% yeah. of the votes there. <laughs> Not because I'm particularly good or anything, <laughs> just because I was, well, the only candidate. <laughs> it's so good. But I still got 200 votes, so. Uh, not no, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can put that in your CV and be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like, uh, most of the uh, course supported me with this choice, like the whole majority of it, actually, like. <laughs> was pretty democratic everything uh, uh, definitely <laughs> sure <laughs> i just silenced my competition yeah no but actually actually got <laughs> let's get back to the topic again man what will you do about your studies though because you will be working full-time and i'm wondering yeah. like how are you putting that together i'm wondering especially too. <laughs> because the first semester you know and, and yeah stories. first semester happened stories and second semester now is happening uh, I'm I'm pretty confident I'm gonna manage. I just have to up my time management game a bit. Famous and last words. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, we're gonna see, but I, I think I'm pretty confident I'm gonna I'm gonna manage. It's gonna be fine. Um, I think I've I've learned from my mistakes and I have built better systems and now I know exactly what to do and what not to do. Um, but I still have to talk to like this. I don't know how it's called. Like the woman who organizes our semester i have no idea how what the word is in english uh, but i still have to talk to her and kind dean of figure out e, no 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 she's not the dean she's like the organizer of our year i have no idea how okay. it's called anyways i have to talk to her and kind of figure out how i can balance university and this work stuff and how i can maybe move uh, some lectures and seminars around a bit we're gonna see about that, but I think I'm gonna manage. It's gonna be fine. Okay, man. Yeah, I I mean, don't they put the stuff online or something? What do you mean? Or don't you have your don't you have a fixed curriculum at least in a bachelor's or something? <laughs> well, yeah, you have a curriculum, but um, it's yeah. more of a suggestion, you know. You can yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of move stuff around. No, but um, yeah, but no, some... it seems fine. It's seeking help of that, yeah, sure. Sure. And there are some seminars and lectures you can move around and it really doesn't matter. I mean, the vast majority of psychology students actually do that. And I know one <laughs> um, guy who also studies uh, uh, TUM uh, economics at the same time as psychology. And obviously he always has to move stuff around and he's yeah. managing and he's having amazing grades. So I think I'm going to, I'm going to be fine. Yeah, don't worry, man. Don't worry. Yeah. I, I also plan on, um, Delaying chemistry as far as possible after hearing the first few lectures now. <laughs> <laughs> Not because I'm bad at it or <laughs> it's just <laughs> one big shit show. Of Why is that? Not chemistry. <laughs> no, no, like actually, it no, or? it's just it's just the hate. It's just the chemistry hate that physics students have. Ah, you know? Right. Okay. It's it's nothing personal or, or like it's something no, I was just joking, man. Obviously, I will take the course completely. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah. Just in case someone, someone from the university is listening. I yeah, yeah, chemistry. sure. But even then, what will what would they do? I mean, it's my choice of how I move stuff around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I'm. I'm gonna see. I think. I think it's gonna be a little stressful. Especially until exam really, man. I, I come would, around. Would not have expected that. <laughs> you know, especially trying full -time to full-time job with. and full-time study. No, no, man. And the podcast and trying to work out <laughs> and trying to have a life. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, our podcast won't take that much time away. I yeah, and it's it's gonna be fine. After all, I can also take over some more cutting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be fine. But just as I said, I think I'm, now I'm really forced to. To be a bit more time management organized. savvy. No, not organized necessarily. I think I'm pretty well organized as it is. I just have to be a little more efficient with certain things mm. and a little disciplined in certain areas. But no, uh, that's just normal stuff you have to deal with. Let me tell you, it will be hard, but you can pull it off, man. As far as from my experience of the last semester, which was a lot <laughs> to manage. Yeah. yeah. 
again, I think it's going to be hard. Now for the rest of the semester and during semester break, I mean, I don't really have much to do anyways. So well, full time well, is going to be fine. Trying to already revise the first few lectures of the next semester, which yeah, will be sure, probably yeah. first semester lectures then again for you. Or? Mm, no, actually, I managed to to uh, adapt oh, my strategy. Yeah, Ooh, I have to. Okay. I adapted my strategy. Anyways, man, it's, it it sounds kind of messy. I mean, people don't know that. <laughs> I've talked to you about that. It sounds kind of messy. What's going on right now? But it's it's gonna be fine. I just have to be. No, patient. it's 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 good, man. I think it's good that we're <laughs> talking about it, especially in our podcast where we always try to present the most organizational and meaningful and uh, most productive and effective concepts. And still, we are like all the other people struggling around not knowing where stuff is going and also failing yeah. at applying our own principles sometimes yeah so it's yeah it's normal it's it's quite okay to let down your um, <laughs> i don't even know whether that saying holds up in english to let down your pants from time to time <laughs> it's a german saying, i don't you know? think yeah i don't think that exists <laughs> and that might sound weird right now in english yeah people are just like wait what are we talking about yeah, it's it's getting really be, sexual. Be, be honest with with yourself. Or yeah, to others. Yeah, show what's underneath your pants. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's also what I'm always wondering about. Um, I don't know how I fit all of that stuff in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> I, I really want to make a joke but I can't <laughs> it's, too can. <laughs> no, it's too R-rated it's too R-rated I can make that right now maybe after okay. the podcast I remember um, anyways yeah so much about that I think it will be put on our Patreon page or something <laughs> on our OnlyFans do we have that already? Yeah. <laughs> no we don't uh, okay the OnlyFans page it is <laughs> but I mean like actually Actually, thinking about it, as you said, also in your first semester, I mean, you're, I mean, you're still doing like consulting, physics, and philosophy. And so I think podcast. it's and the podcast, and you could, you could also say that's like physics is, it's, it's at least forty hours per week in total. No, <laughs> not how I handled it. <laughs> uh, how did you handle it? I kind of regret. Uh, yeah, I handled it like okay. Man, you go to every lecture. You really, you really go there because if you lag behind on the lectures, the semester is done for you. Yeah. Uh, even if it's just one week, because you also want your grade bonus and stuff. You secondly um, try to do all the homework, but um, you know physics homework is like okay. Either you know the approach to the question, like okay, um, let's put it that way. Maths and and experimental physics homework is okay. With given enough time, you usually can work through it. Theoretical physics is like, okay, man, either you know the approach or you can spend another 10 years on the problem and we'll never get to a conclusion. And so I've wow. handled that quite, uh, how do you say, uh, pragmatic and just <laughs> sat down each question, 10 minutes or so, try to come up with a solution. Okay, it did not work. Skip for the for this week. <laughs> and let's just... Let's just hope that my friends who I'm correcting the homework with came up with a solution. <laughs> right. <laughs> so actually, I, I was quite lucky that I have a rather smart friend group in physics that, that was also able to sometimes provide me with solutions to problems that I didn't have enough time to handle. And so I think I... <laughs> oh, I also uh, skipped all the homework correction or like most of the homework correction tutorials and stuff because I already corrected it together with my friends usually. Uh, right. in the group um, and so I actually kind of managed to cut it down I think to 20 hours a week or so sometimes a bit more <laughs> which gave me more time to invest in all the team manager stuff that I have to had to pull off and that that I, I think that was a bit much last semester <laughs> yeah. to to arrange all of that stuff um, yeah I think I think I was, I'm also going to have to kind of look for some shortcuts let's say i mean or to just go with the 80 20 principle especially yeah. like in your bachelor's lectures i mean nobody will really care i think unless you're heading for mit or whatever <laughs> <laughs> if they even know i think they don't even offer psychology harvard or something nah, um, i don't know 
<clears throat> yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, be fine with the 80-20. Um, yeah, I think... Yeah, I think we also to be said the that best in your field there. Yeah. It's it's really not worth it. Again, if you want to be a professor or go to Harvard or whatever, sure. But I think for me, it's just more of a, at least for now, we're going to see how the exams are going to go. But for me, as of now, it's more of a, I want, I don't want my grades to be in the way of anything I want to do. You know, I don't want mm -hmm. that to be like a limiting factor. I want yeah. my grade to be good enough so I can do everything I want to do. And that's exactly. it. But at you the know? same time, I don't think you need to be the Ali Abdel that ranked first in Cambridge. Only to well, only one pursue. exam. Only one exam. Whatever. It's so it's so clickbaity. When I saw that, yeah. I was also like, "Oh damn, that's insane!" Your YouTube channel and businesses and everything, but it was only one exam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, then I also ranked uh, first in one exam <laughs> because yeah, exactly. there wasn't a better grade. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but yeah, I guess that's not worth it. I mean. Only to then also notice that you don't won't pursue your medical career anyways anymore, as an example. Yeah. Gotta learn more in the way. Yeah. Definitely. I'm also. gonna manage. I'm gonna be fine. Yeah, and also, no matter what Ali Abdel tells you, cramming before the exam still saves you great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Dude, I was talking... Uh, lately I've been talking to a lot of again people on like LinkedIn uh, for the guys who don't know I have like a little hobby of mine that I sometimes do I just look up people on LinkedIn that seem interesting or hmm. that have done the things I want to do You're I just a weirdo, hit them up right? and oh. call them <laughs> <laughs> we just talk for like 30 minutes yeah, I'm, I'm yeah but no that sounds actually LinkedIn. pretty cool man dude that's so cool you have to do it like Something really you can just tell look for yeah. people yeah, yeah. Yeah, just look for Will people be. on LinkedIn and be like, hey, yeah, you seem interesting. Let's have a 30-minute chat. And it usually works. That makes so you also seem so interesting. Like at an interview, that would be a perfect thing to tell, like your interview or not yeah. your interviewer. Sorry. Everyone. Yeah, if they ask about your hobbies, cool, you can just be like, I'm a I'm a stalker part-time on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm a stalker part-time. Yeah, no, but how how did you end up here? Yeah, I, I have a little hobby of mine. Like every one or two weeks or so, I hit somebody up on LinkedIn, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, it's actually quite I quite swipe fun. right on them on LinkedIn and then let's see whether <laughs> there's a match. <laughs> That'd be great. But yeah, I've been talking yeah. to a lot of yep. former LMU psychology students mm -hmm. and I've been asking them about how, and usually they, you know, people who have been to Cambridge and all of that and are now vice presidents of some crazy companies and all of that. And I've been just talking to them, asking them about like study tips and how they, you know, time management and uh, during the bachelors and all of that. And 90, per no, I, I think actually every single one of them said, you know what? Uh, I had no idea what I was doing. I had no system. I was just cramming two weeks before the exam and I was fine. Yeah. Like, during the uh, semester, I didn't do anything. I usually didn't even go to lectures. And I was like, okay, cool. So that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awesome. going to yeah. Actually, though, I proclaimed this semester to handle stuff differently. And so far, it has been working quite well. Like with understanding quantum mechanics and stuff. <laughs> because yeah. I really want to form myself a, a very solid foundation and stuff. And I don't want to zone out on any of the first few lectures which try to teach you uh, the first few basics. I basically set myself the goal, okay, <laughs> everything you don't understand... You don't just accept the solution or the, the derivation of, of whatever comes out. You really want to go into detail and find out about that stuff and, and understand it. Because it's it will be the basis of whatever comes afterwards. Yeah, yeah for sure. And so far, I mean, I'm handling actually quite quite all right. And I think I'm handling things as, as I should have started from uh, the first semester going onwards. Like, uh, actually, how, how to study physics and stuff and to get into death and try out stuff uh, also calculate try to calculate free stuff yourself if you don't get it blah 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 yeah and i feel like i'm understanding it quite well whereas other students are like what the fuck is he doing in that lecture <laughs> no because right. they did not follow the principle of trying to get the basics down i guess and if 
it turns out or pays out quite well. I think uh, we'll we'll continue that approach for the rest of the physics <laughs> career. Sure. And and I'm just man. I don't know whether you can whether you can relate to that feeling yet, but I'm feeling like the the farther I get through my studies, I feel like man. I wish I could go back to the first semester and start all over again because I now know how to handle everything and know the basics of, of the stuff. I could now go, after I have grasped the general idea of where we're heading, I could now go much more in depth about all the, the things I missed out in those lectures, like the little details uh, that I missed on the way that are now uh, causing me problems in some proofs because I don't know the identity or whatever. I, I think I could, I feel like I could pick that up far better and therefore there's like this little uh, egoistic wish in me <laughs> to just teleport yeah. back in time uh four semesters and try to start out again yeah just start <laughs> all over again just go to uh, a different country and start studying physics yeah again. no that not because <laughs> 80 20 principle you know like it's not worth it to do that now anymore no absolutely not if you like unless i want to be i don't know I guess the train already departed for becoming the next Nobel laureate or whatever. <laughs> the next what? Nobel laureate or whatever. Uh, okay. <laughs> Do you think so? Especially I'm not sure. Nah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess most of those people also are just like, eh, I'm not. I'm not sure where I'm heading. Oh, my bachelor's thesis. I did that in this uh, this interesting uh, field of study. Yeah, let's head on with that for the rest of my life. I'm quite passionate about it. Let's go. Ooh, cool. I discovered a nice fancy thing. Let's present it to the world. Ooh, the world is liking it. I go on. Oh, Nobel prize. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny how that's actually, usu that's usually the way it works, at least from what I've heard and seen and, uh, you know, also seen interviews on, on YouTube. It's it's quite interesting. Like you think Nobel Prize winners are like these. I mean, of course they they're incredibly intelligent, and yeah. some of them even geniuses. But at the same time, those people are usually like, yeah, you know what? I started studying physics because I didn't know what else to do, and I kind of liked it. And I went ahead and did some research, and now I'm a professor, and now I have to Nobel Prize. I have no idea how that happened. It was never my intention, but yeah, it's cool to have it. That's usually kind of the attitude they have towards it which is like, it's it's not this, yeah, that was my goal from the very beginning. And ever since I was four years old, my dad read me physics books, so I would become the next, you know, Nobel Prize winner of physics. The next kind chess of. master, grandmaster. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about the psychology experiment there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we talked about yeah, that. Oh, man. Yeah. But I think, I think they are lying if they're saying they have never thought about it in the back of their heads. Like, Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. But I still think they're they're usually quite a bit more chill about those things. Even even the people I've talked to and that I met on LinkedIn, and I asked them about kind of the studies, and again, some of them Cambridge and UC Berkeley and whatnot, and they said, you know what, just do what you like and what you're passionate about and what you're interested in, and talk to cool people or, and yeah. uh, kind of do whatever you want and how you want things to be done and it's going to be fine you know nobody says yeah you have to have your 20-year plan plan out in advance and you have mm. to kind of you know go to every single lecture and have 1.0 in every exam they're just like oh man just do whatever you want and kind of figure out what you like and are interested in yeah exactly they're very chill about things yeah i especially like those those people who or those scientists who like really achieved a lot and still manage to stay like really humble people. Yeah. Those are like sure. pretty cool. Yeah. So someone some some people like Feynman or so like man they can still talk on an average level to average people without being snobs or whatever or they could <laughs> talk like that because he's sadly already dead for several decades. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I that's actually something I've noticed generally that people are people are actually competent and know what they're doing they don't really feel the need to to talk down on other people mm -hmm. and to be like arrogant and just pieces of shit they're usually uh, very, that's very why humble. i'm that arrogant <laughs> i'm incompetent <laughs> i'm an insecure overachiever yeah, yeah we all are but yeah. that's usually what I've noticed. Like the more accomplished you get, and the more you actually know, and you know, the the more humble you actually become, and the more appreciative of 
people you become that are quote unquote not as far as you or not as competent as you whereas people are very insecure and don't really know what they're doing they tend to be very bossy and pushy and kind of command people around and be very Try very to hard to be around by other means i guess yeah exactly exactly so yeah I've, i have a lot more respect for people who are very humble and just know what they're doing and they let mm. their actions speak for themselves yeah yeah no yeah man you know you achieved something in life when you can set your conditions for your work and stuff yeah <laughs> also along those lines uh there's actually yeah. what i also read in, in the book i talked about a few episodes back by Kel Newport, uh, his So Good They Can Ignore You, mm. where he talked about um, this concept of career capital, which basically just means competence. The more competent you become and the more you know your stuff, the more career capital you gain. And this career capital you can exchange for more autonomy, more freedom in your job, which ultimately makes you happier and more fulfilled. Um, because he actually took quite a lot of examples from, because he's a computer science professor from like the IT branch industry. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of people who like uh, just became incredible programmers over time. And at 35 years old, then they can, you know, charge ridiculous prices for the services and for stuff they do with both eyes closed, you know, because they're just so good at it. And they also usually work freelance and only do projects they're really passionate about and that are really creative and innovative. And therefore, they are really happy with what they are and don't really have to worry about money. Um, but the problem is That's a lot of people, if they, yeah, but a lot of people, if they hear that, they're like, oh, but you have to have this predefined passion. You have to be someone who has started programming at four years old or has started to at least uh, do physics. For Asian at parents four it's years even old. low. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, not that, but, I'm not sure whether I'm allowed to make those jokes. I think yeah. you're gonna get cancelled. Uh, cancelled now. Um then I'm gonna yeah, get cancelled. Uh, anyways, what this book's book argues and I told it in uh in previous episodes and i really encourage people to read that um is that this whole idea of you have to have a predefined passion that you found in your childhood or whatever or if you don't think you found it already you have to keep searching until you find it even if that means not working until you're 40 whatever <laughs> it's just dumb and for the vast vast majority of people it doesn't work what does work is finding a skill you're interested in and becoming so good at it so that people can't ignore you and want you to work for them and you can charge a lot of money or you can exchange it for freedom and autonomy and do whatever the hell you want. And if you... Add, you can maybe if you're also become place, passionate about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think all people have experienced this feeling of when you start learning something new, the better you become, the more you actually like it. You know, and that's why in the beginning, learning new stuff sucks because you're incompetent and you have no idea what you're doing. Mm, and you sure. don't I really mean, know if you're learning. Also, in the beginning, though, you're making lots of advances very quickly. So actually, it might also be quite good. Or... Sure, sure. But I think like maybe not time... the very, very beginning because then it's still like, oof, I'm still such a noob. But yeah. Until uh, you hit a sure. bottle. Yeah. It it takes some time, but I think everyone mm. gets to a point where it just seems pointless. As in, yeah, you don't really feel like you're advancing. You don't really feel like it's it's paying any dividends. Um, the fact that you're putting hours and hours every day into learning mm. that. Um, but the way I like to think about it is, <laughs> oh yeah, Elias Shongni is. <laughs> is uh, mathematical equations, his physics homework. Was that Schrodinger's equation or what was it? No, it was just, I can tell you what it is, but it will not tell you anything. It was just <laughs> the proof of um, if two um, quantum mechanical operators commute, then uh, they have similar eigen, they, they have the same eigenvectors. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. That's what I've been saying, that people just... And you can measure those two things simultaneously without destroying each other's measurements. <laughs> okay, and how 
would that look like in a practical context? Okay, in a practical context. Um, <laughs> okay, we're going to dive down the physics rabbit hole. Yeah, sure, now. go ahead. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> um, quick disclaimer, I'm only at the beginning of the studies of my quantum mechanics, so there might be some mistakes in what I'm saying for all the physicists out there who try to enjoy to listen to me. <laughs> um, but let's try to break it down. So, basically, quantum mechanics is the whole fucking weird, shitty thing of mind-breaking and mind-boggling principles. Um, there is actually... I'll try to explain it with to you with a measurement example. Um, those little atoms... You could, you could, for example, take hydrogen atoms. Hydrogen, you can find that in water. Um, you could take um, hydrogen... Basically, I had the what did it take i think it was hydrogen atoms then um they have a little spin you call that and on the macroscopic scale you could imagine it like the like the hydrogen atom as a ball that is kind of spinning around and it has an angular momentum like it wants to stay in that state of spin um obviously that's not quite quite working out because actually it's infinitesimally small that at all hydrogen uh, constituents blah blah but we don't need to care about that now and it can either be in or the electron of the hydrogen it can either be uh, wait <laughs> i think i'm missing my messing stuff up quickly let me quickly look that up whether it was actually hydrogen or an electron only um Okay, no, okay, yeah, you could take hydrogen. I think they took silver atoms then. Same principle. Um, it can either be... Um, you can measure a component of that spin, basically. Basically, is the spin pointing up in the Z direction or pointing down in the Z direction? Okay. What you will notice is, okay, we will have 50% of uh, spins pointing upwards, 50% of spins pointing downwards. Yeah? After that, um, first kind of um, mind-boggling thing, I guess, is let's take... Um, oh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not sure. Let's take the, the spin-up component of the experiment. So 50% of your measurements are spin-up. They are in this defined state of being spin-up, those silver atoms. Yeah? Now, on those silver atoms, you measure the y component of the spin. Like, does it point in a positive y direction or in a negative y direction? Also, you will notice 50% uh, pointing in a positive direction and in a negative direction. Um, then you can also, again, arbitrarily take one of those components. Let's take also here the spin, uh, the positive spin component in the y direction. If you now measure again the c component, what you would expect um, is that all of the all of the atoms have a spin-up component. Because in the first experiment, you determined, okay, uh, I take all of those with c-up component in their spin. Do the y component measurement, and now I take also arbitrarily like one of those two and measure the up component in the c direction again. What actually happens is the second measurement um, of the spin component destroyed all the information, and you will end up with 50-50 again of up and down in the c component, okay. which is like very, very counterintuitive, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and... In quantum, uh, but basically what te tells that tells to you is that you can't know the Z component and the Y component of the spin simultaneously. Like one measurement destroys the other. And also you can measure the X component and all of them destroy each other kind of the information you might get out of them. Um, so far, questions about that? Uh, not exactly question about that but it reminds me of something we've done in physics class and i think 10th grade or something where we talked about also so, was it the same thing also some element or so, some some atom or some thingy um that doesn't allow you to measure the what was the speed and the position 
Yeah, could, exactly. That's, only that's exactly one of them. also going in the same. That's the same okay. principle, basically. Okay, interesting. More or less. So, after we conducted that experiment, we noticed okay, there are some observables in this uh, case, spin um, or spin components that you can't know simultaneously, like the the measurements you have to conduct for that, or the the mathematical representatives of those uh, measurements, you say they do not commute. Um, however, there are some um, measurements or some... Uh, yeah, there, there are some observables you can know simultaneously. And their mathematical representations they they have something in common and you can express that with uh, mathematics quite elegantly and, and there i did a proof on that uh for just as a homework um okay it sounds sounds quite complicated basically you can know some things simultaneously and some you can cannot measure simultaneously and the thing you were referring to is um the heisenberg's uncertainty principle right. i think many people have have heard about that if, if you have a bit of a scientific background which it, it tells you basically is okay if you know uh, the position where your particle um, is located very very precisely then its momentum uh, will be very very uncertain you don't know how fast the thing basically is and in which direction it is it is yeah. going um, on the other hand, if you know the speed of that particle or its momentum uh, on a very precise level, you don't really know where it is located that well. There is like a, a bit of an uncertainty connected to it. No. Nice. That's yes. cool stuff. Yeah, it's kind of mind-boggling though. Like it's completely going against the classical intuition you have of, of yeah. things. Like one measurement destroying the other and, and shit. If you can, if you can say it, yeah. <laughs> However, it's fascinating like, though, the maths, and I think only people that that um, have gone through the struggle of learning the maths behind it, they can say like that it's quite a beautiful maths. Like mathematics is quite beautiful, actually, in my opinion, especially here in in that case, because yeah. it so elegantly describes uh, reality. And the thing is, what's actually even weirder about it... <laughs> Sorry, we wanted to dive down the rabbit hole, right? Um, I have <laughs> to ahead, nerd man. on a bit. You're passionate. Um, I can yeah. See that. Yeah, man. It's great. What's, what's actually even weirder about it... <laughs> I don't know whether I can bring that across quite well. Uh, is that actually you are describing our real um, space our three-dimensional space maybe if you make it relativistically four-dimensional then four-dimensional with, with time with some abstract uh, complex vector space thingy that is first of all actually not really connected to reality at all but still it allows you to predict things about reality in a very 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 good way right like physicists don't consider this vector space thing to be actually real it, they consider it just to be just a description of a uh, descriptional tool of of reality and it still right. works out out quite well it's kind of mind-boggling a bit for me also that's actually not something that exists in reality but it's something that is used only to describe it and it works quite well whereas at other times in physics the mathematical tools you invent they actually or at least from our interpretation they turn out to be things that r really exist for example um we um for example, um, if you look at el electrodynamics and all of those electrical fields and magnetic fields and stuff, the way you learn it at school is, okay, yeah, particles have electric fields um, and stuff and they are spreading and, uh, or I don't know what, it, <laughs> what you learn. Um, it seems a bit like they are also like this complex vector space thing for quantum mechanics. 
that are just uh, there to help us describe or understand the effects of particles on each other. But uh, the current interpretation of that actually is that those electric and magnetic fields, they are something real that is actually like uh, existing <laughs> right. in our world. Yeah. That's cool. But you can also make up for those fields um, to describe them. Also, another thing that is not real, that's just a description of them. Uh, potential and stuff from which you yeah which which allow you to easily describe those those fields and I, I don't know i guess you have to be a bit into the the whole mathematics or stuff behind it but it's 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 weird it's mind-boggling and it's so philosophical also uh to, to think about it what's real and what's just a description and yeah yeah Yes, actually, that was a long actually, monologue. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> and a nerdy one overall. I mean, if you, Schilling, <laughs> it's our podcast, as you said, but if you yeah. think about it, then math in general is just a made-up thing that's for some reason is working. Yeah, that's the question when it comes to describing the reality, or at mm. least is is working as of now mostly, or we think it's working. It's working. That, that's the question. Are our mathematical principles and all of that are they just describing reality and trying to approximate it, or is reality actually working by those principles itself and build upon them, and and we are just discovering them and not making them up to describe yeah. it? Yeah. Ah, it's fascinating weird. stuff, man. Uh, Almost makes me want to study physics. Almost. <laughs> or philosophy. <laughs> I or tell both. you, you might regret it if you do. But um, <laughs> However, if you've managed to pull through, um, at least to the fourth semester or so, you you will get to a point where you, you're quite happy with, with the progress. At least that's how I feel currently, where I'm actually learning something cool and something new at the moment. That's something great, man. Yeah. Nice. Cool. <laughs> we covered a lot of There's topics still again so much to learn yeah, <laughs> yeah man. we covered a lot we went from uh firefighters and burning garbage cans to internships to mm. physics and the Point beauty of physics. mathematics yeah nice nice man. very cool maybe you also were we can... able to take something away from it yeah. and on on that note i think we can end the episode right i think so too <laughs> it's been almost an hour it was quite interesting uh, I hope you guys out there feel the same, obviously. And if you did, then feel free to leave a review on Spotify and any other platform you're listening to. And feel free to shoot us an email with suggestions or feedback um, or just telling us how much you love us. Um, <laughs> mm. And hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Do that. And we need it for our egos. Otherwise, we might cry in the corner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and... Hope, you, hope to see you guys in next week's episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.